Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Liverpool. Well then, it was a um, <laughs> a very interesting way to continue the Christmas fixtures. This time last year, uh, when we were chasing the championship, we put in some absolutely five-star performances around this time of the year. And it looks like this time of the year is is kind of good for Liverpool. We, you know, you Klopp and the players, and they always seem to be very concerned about the, the number and fixture of games, but... We just seem to excel at this period of the year where so many other teams struggle uh, and have failed in the past and continue to fail. And uh, this was, again, another fantastic performance from us. Um, one which is kind of one of those, you would say normally is like a once in a season type freak result. However, this season we've seen it too many times. We've seen it in our own case when we lost to Aston Villa 7-2. We saw it in the Tottenham Man U game. It, it just it seems a bit crazy. It feels like we're, we're seeing these these things that happen normally so rarely uh, happen way more often and frequently than uh, than we um, than anyone expected. I don't think anyone, be it Liverpool or Palace fans, going into this game would have expected this result. I think from a Palace perspective, I think they were looking on you know decent point against West Ham, probably about about their same kind of level. Um, but thinking you know we got some good attacking players. Liverpool's defence is a little bit patched up. We can probably attack them uh, and knowing their defence is fairly resolute. And from our side, it was, you know, after a good performance um, against Tottenham in the week, um, kind of rectifying some of that poor performance against Fulham the week before, another away fixture down in London. It was important this time round that we didn't, you know, um, make a lot of the mistakes that we made against Fulham and that we focused on, um, you know, just making chances and ultimately getting the three points, which we were which we were unable to um, un unable to do at Fulham. Um, you, you saw everything that came out of the game around how the players, Klopp, everyone just uh, you know it was completely unacceptable what happened, particularly in the first half against Fulham, and how no one really wanted that again. And so it was just really refreshing to once one see the team bounce back, um, but two bounce back in the way they did. Any team, be it a successful team or a not successful team, will always have setbacks. Uh, and as you say in life, and this is the same in football as well, it's how you bounce back from those and how you uh, come back from adversity, how you react to it, that actually makes champions and makes great players. And this this was, uh, both this game and the Spurs game, uh, just shows um, kind of that resilience that Klopp has built within the Liverpool teams and, and big credit to all of the players who stepped up, you know, counted their numbers, um, there was no one who was left behind. Everyone carried their weight, and it was just a, a fantastic performance. Uh, seven goals was crazy. Um, we were clinical like we haven't been this season at all. Um, I'd say other than maybe the Leeds game right at the beginning of the season where everything we shot seemed to go in goal. Uh, we've missed quite a lot of chances. We've been a little bit wasteful, struggled to score. Defence has been leaky a little bit. And um, yeah, this game was just kind of out of character almost for the rest of the season for us so far um but in in a very very only very in a very positive way after obviously the very tough game against Tottenham during the week um it was important that Klopp uh, one continue to rotate the team just to make sure it's continue to be fresh but also as we reintroduced a couple of players uh back in who were coming back from injury it was important that uh, Klopp kind of mix the team up slightly to give them the minutes they need to get their sharpness uh, and match fitness back because we will need that whole squad um, particularly over the next couple of months uh, and, and also definitely in the short term over those 
busy Christmas periods. That included the introductions of Nabi Keita and Takumi Minamino into the starting eleven, uh, which was really great to see. Uh, Keita, again, I've talked about him in, in the past, particularly in the review of the Fulham game, how we needed that play from the midfield that was going to pass the ball forward into the um, into the attackers and drive forward with the ball. And we saw some great examples from that um, from him today. And Minamino as well, another player who kind of has been maybe put on the sidelines a little bit since Jota came in. You know, maybe there was some expectation. I know I had a bit of expectation when he first came in last year that he would be that player to challenge the front three, but it's actually been Diego Jota. So Minamino had a point to prove as well. And he had a fabulous game, which we'll talk about a little later. And the game started off <laughs> better than we could have ever hoped. I feel like we haven't scored an early goal in a very, very long time. Last season, it was one of our um, kind of just when we scored an early goal, we just dominated the rest of the game and it just set the tempo and we could just play the game like we wanted. Um, and but and today, that's exactly what we did with a fantastic goal from Minamino. It was a really, really nice ball in from Trent Alexander-Arnold into Mane, who was interesting, who was kind of playing from the right-hand side with Salah on the bench um Mane was on the right hand side Minamino on the left obviously when Mane first came to Liverpool he started out on the right hand side he only really got moved to the left when Salah came in so going back to a fairly natural position from him but it was a great great run from him great ball from Trent and uh Minamino was just kind of had loads of space around the penalty box was able to take a nice little touch and fire it past uh, Guayita uh for for going one and up it within three minutes so fantastic start to the game and you could see, you know, Klopp's, from Klopp's reaction to that goal, how impressed he was, one, with Taki's finish, uh, but two, how important it was to get an early goal to just settle the nerves. We, you know, we didn't we didn't want another nervy performance like we had against Fulham, and that early goal did exactly that. However, after that, we kind of took our foot off the gas a little bit, it seemed like. Uh, it seemed like they were kind of still so... Um, you know, like relieved that we had scored an early goal that we actually let Palace uh, come into the team and uh, come into the game. And as I said at the beginning, Zaha, Eze, AU, you know, coming into the game knew that they would have a couple of chances against our, our defence and just the way we play in generally. And that's exactly what they did. They were putting balls down the channels, stretching Fabinho and Matip. They were pushing their wingers and the strikers right up onto our back four, making it very hard for us to play out of the back. And, and they were honestly really, really good. Um, other than the final ball to, to get someone in or to play Zaha in or to play Ayu in, uh, they were they were absolutely fabulous. And um, they could have, they definitely could have equalized, you know, even if they'd taken a couple of more of the chances, they could have even, even gone ahead. Uh, that's genuinely how good they were playing. Um, and it was a bit of a problem. We, we kind of didn't seem a way to really stop it. Fabinho was getting bullied a couple of times by AU. Um, and honestly, the only way we could get out of that was getting a goal. And fortunately for us, that's exactly what happened. Uh, we rode out that storm pretty well. Um, and, we, and we scored a fantastic goal from Keita playing the ball into Bobby Firmino. As I talked around earlier, that's what I think was one of the things missing. Whereas when that doesn't happen, Bobby Firmino has to come a lot deeper. And it just means that we we lose that player, that focal point, uh, right in the middle up front. Um, and so it was great to see Keita playing the ball into the strikers, um, which meant that they were able to kind of turn. We got a little bit of luck, but it was a nice little reverse ball by Firmino into Mane. One touch, bang. Uh, he's done He's done that so many times for us, and it was a fantastic goal. Um, and, and that was exactly what we needed. After that, we kind of then started dominating the ball again, like we had at the beginning of the game. And we scored a third goal just before the halftime. A fantastic breakaway goal. This one was my favourite. Um, Firmino picking up the ball uh, in in our half, just outside the penalty box, laying the ball out wide uh, with the, with out with the outside of his foot into Robertson, who kind of 
ran 40, 50 yards, as he always does so many times. Uh, crossed it back into the middle of the park. Um, Firmino was just kind of ghosting in the defenders. The Crystal Palace defenders didn't really know where he was. And it was a fantastic run. Nice control with his right foot and then just toe-poked it past the goalkeeper. 3-0 at halftime seemed a bit unfair on, on Palace. But uh, we were just clinical. Um, and as I said before, we haven't really been clinical, or this clinical at least, in a very, very long time. Um, and it was fantastic to see. And going into the second half, we very much kept our foot on the gas while while Palace seemed to, kind of almost from the second half whistle going, resign themselves to defeat. Uh, and I think that kind of that mentality fed into the way they played, the way they defended, the way they kind of basically just didn't attack in the second half. Zaha did nothing. And it just allowed us to create more and more chances. Henderson made it four with a fantastic sweeping finish, a little layback from Trent Alexander-Arnold, and very much um, a Gerrard-esque goal. We saw him do that so many times when he was coming in on that right-hand side channel and he would just whip his foot around it, either as a cross um, or this time for Henderson as a shot. And, um, you know, when, when, when Gerrard left, you thought, Henderson captain, how can he replicate that? I, I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not comparing them, but Jordan Henderson... Is, is emulating, if not in some ways surpassing Steven Gerrard in in kind of his contribution um, for the team, for the club, both in terms on the pitch, off the pitch, his captaincy. Like, he has taken on that mantle incredibly well. No one could have ever predicted how well he has played. And uh, he is absolutely the perfect captain. And I think the best captain in the Premier League as well. We don't really talk too much around the importance of captains and good captains. But he, for me, is by far the best captain in the Premier League. After that... After that fourth goal, it was still just very much one-way traffic. Mo Salah coming on for uh, Sadio Mane, who was a little bit peeved to go off. But, you know, we we're about resting players. We've now got a week before the next game, which I can't remember like how... I can't remember the last time we had a week between games. Um, but that's what we got. So it, it was good for uh, Klopp to, to uh, you know, take out Sadio Mane, bring on Mo Salah, keep that kind of attacking momentum going, make sure he doesn't lose any of his touch as well um, and he actually set up Bobby Firmino for his second goal of the game it was a nice little cut in from the right hand side from Mo Salah feeding Bobby Firmino was able to just bully his way past the defender a little bit and chip the ball delicately past Guaita. it was a fantastic finish with his left foot as well and um, yeah he just just a fantastic fantastic goal uh, and then the fifth and then both the six were both scored by Mo Salah the fifth coming from a corner where Matip won the header and and you know, at this point, you could tell Palace's defense was sleeping because he was literally, Mo Salah was literally on the six yard box, no one marking him, and he was able to just nod the ball past the goalkeeper. And then Mo Salah's sixth goal, the final goal, um, was just him cutting in on his right, coming, cutting in from the right on his left foot and just uh, smashing the ball in the top corner, like we've seen him do so many times. Uh, fantastic finish. Keeper had no chance. And that is it. That was seven goals. Mo Salah taking himself back up to the top of the Premier League goal scoring charts with that goal as well. So fantastic. A little cameo from him for the last half an hour and exactly what he would have wanted coming on. Uh, and also from our perspective, keeping him fresh as well. For me, the man of the match has to be Bobby Firmino. Uh, he's maybe faced a little bit of criticism earlier this season um, when Jota came in. You know, does could he be the person that replaces Firmino? Um, but we saw with his goal in midweek and now his two goals, how important he is to the team. And, you know, it's been much publicized about Bobby Firmino's lack of goals. But if Bobby Firmino also starts scoring goals at the rate that Sadio Mane and Mo Salah are, I'm telling you, the Premier League is, is just not ready for, for that Liverpool team. Um, he was fabulous once again today. 
And then finally, the shout out to Klopp. And I think for me today, it's more around the, the rotation um, and continuing to rotate the squad, particularly to bring in some of those players who've been injured for a long time. So Cater, I think, was a good example. Played 90 minutes a day, was going to come on against Tottenham. And it'll be more important as well as we bring back Oxlade-Chamberlain, as Thiago comes back, as Jota comes back in the new year. That kind of rotation and, and just giving those players the time they need on the pitch to get them kind of fit and sharp, uh, I think will be a really key important part to how we progress through this season. But that's it for this episode, guys. We've now got a week off before the next game. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe if you're not already, and I'll catch you on the next one.